Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And good evening, everybody. Welcome again to the Joe Beningo Oh, the Pain podcast. Uh, as we move into uh, December, we close in on Christmas time. And of course, the Joe Beningo Oh, the Pain podcast. Uh, the Joe Bennett's easy for me to say. I'm very aggravated today. The Joe Beningo Oda Pain podcast brought to you by Natural Body, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and of course, by Anita Tire. Uh, I'm beyond disgusted today. I don't know how my voice is because I was screaming at the TV all, all day yesterday with this disgraceful 33-18 loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, who, by the way, now the Jets are 0-12 all time against the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to start with this. This is a memo, and this is directly to Woody freaking Johnson, our terrible owner. Woody, how much more can you take of the disrespect that your franchise gets? And you know what? The disrespect your franchise gets, which is well-earned. You don't deserve respect. How much more can you take? when you got these franchises basically pissing on you all over the place. Bill Belichick, every time he plays the Jets, he looks at that game up in Foxborough like a homecoming game. Homecoming. How much of a slap in the face is that? How about what the Eagles did yesterday before the game? C.J. Mosley, by the way, nice job by you, C.J., on fourth and three, jumping offside to give the Eagles a critical first down. I don't want to hear from him either. Oh, by the way, he also got beat like a drum on that first touchdown by the Eagles on that pass from Minshew uh, to uh, Dallas Goddard, where, first of all, tell me why. What is the middle linebacker doing covering the tight end 30 yards downfield? And he was nowhere near him and got beat like a drum for a touchdown. But where do you expect to have any respect at all when your franchise is a freaking laughingstock? When your stadium, it's not even your stadium. It's really still the giant stadium that you play in. I don't care how green you try to make it. I don't care how you put up whatever, you know, the, the retired numbers, the ring of honor and all that nonsense. It's still, you're still playing. You're not even playing in your own freaking stadium. And then half the stadium, more than half of it, is filled with the fans of the other team. How much more of that crap can you take, Woody? Do you really give a damn whether your team ever wins or not? I, I am disgusted with this freaking owner, really. Let, let's, let's cut right to the chase with Woody Johnson. Woody, do you give a damn about the Jets? If you don't, then sell the damn team to somebody that cares about ending the 53 years without a Super Bowl appearance. Forget about winning it. 53 years without a Super Bowl appearance. The going on 11 years without a playoff spot. What is it now, seven years in a row without a winning season? Whatever the number is, 2015 was the last time they had a winning season. One crappy coach after another, you go from a bad coach in Todd Bowles to a worse coach in Adam Gaze to probably now even a worse coach in Robert Sala, who looks like a totally deer in the headlights on the sideline. The fact that Robert Sala 
did not have his team ready to play. They were not prepared for Gardner Minshew starting this game is unbelievable. That is Bush League. You knew all week that Jalen Hurts was not 100%. He got hurt in the Giant game. So you don't you don't prepare for the possibility that Minshew, who's a completely different quarterback than Hurts. Hurts is a running quarterback. He's rushed for almost 700 yards this year. Minshew is a pocket passer. You don't prepare for Gardner Minshew? And God knows it showed because that defense was brutal. I mean, how bad was this freaking defense yesterday? And we've seen it over and over again. The 54 they gave up to the Patriots. The 45 they gave up to the Colts. The 40-whatever, 45-whatever they gave up to the Bills. And this 33 they gave up to the Eagles yesterday could have easily been 60 as the Eagles had the ball all day, all but three plays in the third freaking quarter. Are you kidding me? Uh, You know, you could talk all you want about the development of the quarterback and Zach Wilson, and he was okay yesterday. But to me, this is all about this crummy head coach. What? Tell me what. What gives you any confidence at all that this coach is going to turn it around, that this is the guy to change the culture of the New York Jets? But I want to go back to the owner. Would he sell the goddamn team? Will you please? Because you don't care. Go back to England where you belong. Go keep selling. Go, you know, go, go create another vaccine. Go do something. Go do something constructive for the world. Maybe go find a cure for cancer. I don't know. But sell the team to somebody that actually wants to win championships, that wants to end the absolute laughing stock that your franchise is. I am sick and tired of it, man. I mean, and every Jet fan out there has had had enough of this absolute ineptitude that uh, that starts with this terrible owner. We thought we had a bad owner with Leon Hess, and he was terrible. He finally woke up at the end and said, geez, I'd like to win a Super Bowl before I die, and and hired Bill Parcells. It didn't, you know, he didn't get his Super Bowl. And I had many issues with Parcells. But at least he kind of turned it around, the franchise that you had, you know, 15 to 20 years of at least different, uh, decent football. Well, God knows that isn't the case now. And how can you stand it, Woody, seeing all those Eagle fans there, seeing how how your team gets pissed on week in and week out. Oh, man, I I am so disgusted today. I am so disgusted. And this Robert Sally, you got to give me a break. Let's start. How about the kicker? How about this? So you you get rid of Amendola, and I got no problem with you getting rid of Amendola. That's fine, because he wasn't any good. But you get rid of Amendola, and you bring a kicker in that's worse than he is. How the hell did this guy beat Amendola out? Are you serious? This guy, Ketsman, who kills him by missing two extra points on the first two touchdowns of this game. Kills him. So what'd you do? Cut Amendola just for the sake of cutting him? That's intelligent. Maybe you better hurry up and get Amendola back before somebody else signs him. What a disgrace. I mean, I mean, this is so it's so damn typical of the Jets. No, it really is. This is typical of this franchise. You cut the kicker, and he was bad. Don't get me wrong. I wanted a different kicker, too. But, you know, if you're going to cut the kicker, then bring in a guy that's better than him, not a guy that's worse than him. 
Oh my God. Oh. Oh my God. How much of a buzzkill was it after Berrios returns that kick to the 20-yard line? You couldn't believe it. First of all, you couldn't believe he returned it that far. I was begging he got in the end zone because I figured they wouldn't score a touchdown. He'd probably have to settle for a field goal, and he would have missed that. We know that. But could, you couldn't believe that he actually returned the kick off, opening kick off 80 yards. All you could think about is where's the flag? What, no, no illegal block in the back? How's that possible? But the Jets, don't worry. They made sure that they made up for that with plenty of penalties later on. They take the 6 nothing lead. You know, Wilson, the pass to Elijah Moore. And then this guy comes in and just totally misses the extra point. What a buzzkill. And then, of course, the Eagles get the ball. And as always, against this absolutely crap defense that you weren't prepared for the right quarterback to begin with, and they walk right down the field for a touchdown with the great C.J. Mosley. And I am so tired of hearing about C.J. freaking Mosley. He's terrible. This, what a waste of money this guy was. He gets beat like a drum, 30 yards down the field by the tight end. And what the hell is he doing covering the tight end 30 yards down the field? This guy, Sal, is supposed to be a defensive coach? Really? Really? And it's Jeff Ulbricht, this defensive coordinator. He stinks. That's a, that's a defensive coordinator? The only thing defensive about his defense is the defense. They're defensive. What a disgrace. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I am so goddamn disgusted with this franchise. Woody Johnson, Robert Sala. I mean, does anybody really think this head coach is any good? Well, tell me. You know, the Eagles, let's just look at the Eagles with this Nick Sirianni, okay? Are you going to tell me the Eagles have that their personnel is that much better than the Jets? Is it? Because he's a first-year head coach, too, and he's got his team at 6-7 and seven and in the playoff hunt in the NFC. How about that? They're actually in a playoff hunt. They got still got to play the Cowboys again, Washington twice yet. Who knows? They got another game with the crummy Giants. How did they lose to the Giants? They handed the game to the Giants. But really, this guy's a first-year head coach, too. Who's a better? Nick Sirianni so outcoached. Robert Salah in this game, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. This defense just completely unprepared. When I heard before the, just before kickoff, when Amanda Balionis, who does a great job, by the way, and does a tremendous job on CBS in the golf during the golf season, she's great, does all the, the interviews during golf, t- tremendous. CBS coverage of golf is great. Jim Nance, Nick Faldo, all everybody. But that's, a, that's for another story. But when she comes on as a sideline reporter before kickoff and says C.J. Mosley said to her, that they were not prepared for Gardner Minshew. I'm like, are you kidding? You're telling me that Hurts, as I said earlier, was it was questionable all week whether he was going to play, and you don't prepare for the backup quarterback? What kind of freaking head coach is that? That's unbelievable. And God knows it showed with the absolute disgrace that this defense was. Disgrace. They missed tackles. Guys are wide open all over the place. How many third downs did they hit? Third and nine, third and 10. How about the third and 19? How about that play? Third and 19. The first drive of the second half, it's a 24-18 game. Third and 19, and they they hit a pass. I forget who Minshew hit for about 25 yards in the first down, and eventually they they got a field goal there. The penalties, now there were some bad calls. Don't get me wrong. 
There were some bad calls in this game against the Jets. That pass interference on Bryce Hall was a joke. There was a play right before that that I thought was more of a pass interference than the one they called. That was a joke. The pass wasn't even close to the receiver. Give me a break. And they throw him pass interference. Tell me, really? Obviously, the offsides on Mosley's. There's no excuse for that. Mosley, what the hell is he doing? This guy's supposed – and all they're praising Mosley. You know, James Lofton during the game. Oh, Mosley, this is his best year. Really? His best year? What a waste that was. Whatever the money they gave this guy. Another uh, just horrific signing, let's be honest about it. He stinks too. He's talking about disrespect. You know, if the day comes that this team is ever good, and I don't know will any of us will be on the earth when that happens, Mosley will be long gone counting his money somewhere. Who's who's kidding who? Oh, my God. And then the play. How about this play? Oh, my. There's so many things in this game, but they just bounce into my mind. By the way, before I forget about the crummy kicker, how about the punter? How bad is he? This Braden man, he stinks too. They had a real, they had a professional punter in Thomas Morstead, and they couldn't wait. Who was who was kicking great for years? He was the punter for the Saints, a real freaking professional punter, and they couldn't wait to get rid of him once man got healthy. This guy stinks. Every week, every week we get about a twenty-five yard punt from him. How bad is he? Oh my God! Oh, I don't, before I forget, I want to bring him up. But one of the biggest plays in this game, besides the terrible fourth and three jumping offside by Mosley, which, by the way, they weren't even gonna they weren't even gonna run a play there. They were gonna they were gonna punt. They did exactly what they wanted to do. And of course, it wasn't a rookie that jumped offside. It was Mosley again. Don't worry. When the Jets are good, CJ, you'll be counting your money somewhere. Give me a freaking break. But how about the – and this is – this again goes back to me. This goes back to the respect and the laughing stock that the Jets are. You go to the play when it was 27-18, same drive, all right? Same drive in the third quarter when they had the ball for an hour and a half, okay? Fourth and one. The Jets stop them on fourth and one. Uh, what was it? Minshew on a quarterback sneak, right? They say on the field the call is – uh, Jets ball, they didn't get the first down on that fourth and one quarterback sneak by Minshew. Okay. You look at the replay, eh, maybe it looked like they got it. Okay. So what did the officials do? They they measure it, and they do the measurement, and he still doesn't have it. Jets ball. But wait a minute. Sirianni, rightfully so, challenges the spot. And you got Gene Steratore comes on on TV, my, my good buddy Gene freaking Steratore. He comes on and actually says – Steratore actually says, well, you know what? They called it uh, They called it short on the field. You know, there's just not enough there to overturn it. <clears throat> I, you know, they even measured it. And they didn't get the first down. You got to believe they're going to stick with the call and the Jets are going to have the ball. Uh, but wait, no, 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 no. Sirianni challenges it. They look at it. They come back. I forget who the, another one of these stiff officials, whoever they are. Uh, they, they all stink. The officiating the NFL stinks. You know, I'm, I don't care what Phil Mushnick says in the post about how good the officiating is. Hey, Phil, give me a freaking break. It stinks. They got too much damn control over these games. And you know it as well as anybody else. But that's that's for another day. All right? They come back after Sirianni challenges it. We overturn the call. First down, Philadelphia. And even Sterator comes back and says, well, geez, you got to at least measure it again, don't you? No, 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 no. That's because it's the Jets. That's the disrespect they have for the Jets. I'm telling you, that's exactly what that is. If that was another team, 
If that was the Steelers or the Ravens or the Patriots or the Packers or the Bucks or whatever team you want, even if it was the Eagles in reverse, there's no way they would have overturned that call. But because it's the crummy Jets, the, the, the laughing stock New York football crap Jets, okay, 53 years of ineptitude, that's why the call was overturned. Because there's no respect and why should there be for this crummy franchise? So the Eagles get the first down, you know, wind up getting a field goal to make it 38-18. And I turned to my wife right then. I said to my wife, as they were challenging that play, all right, I said, if they don't get this call, the game's over. If they don't get this call, the game's over. They're done. The Eagles are going to score. I thought they scored a touchdown. They actually only got a field goal. They were nice about it. But that was it. You knew it. The game was over. The game was over. I am so disgusted with this franchise. How much more can you take? And Robert Sala looks like another guy that's going to be here maybe three years. They'll probably give him an extra year, okay? And he's going to be gone too. And you're going to be looking at who's the next guy we're going to be bringing in in the never-ending cycle of the revolving door of head coaches by this franchise. Is there anything at all that Robert Sala has done to make you think this is the guy that's going to change it all? And I am so sick and tired, sick of it, of hearing about, well, it's, you know, it's all, this year is all about developing the quarterback. Really? Is that all it is? Really? There's always something else. It's always something else to deflect from the garbage you're seeing on the field and another losing season and another year of disrespect by everybody in the league, including the freaking officials. Woody, aren't you tired of this, Woody? Woody, if you give a damn about the Jet fans, if you give a damn about the guys like me, the guys like Ira in Staten Island, the guys like Kenny in Staten Island, all of them, my buddy Tommy Keenan, Joey and Clark, Joe the Jet from Staten Island as well, all these guys, all the big Jet fans out there, if you give a freaking damn, then sell the team to somebody that cares. Please sell the team to somebody that's going to stop the insanity here and maybe find a real head coach. And I don't know what Zach Wilson's going to be. He was okay yesterday. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. It's hard to get on Wilson, okay, because they didn't have the ball in the second half. They had the ball for three plays in the third quarter. And by the way, and I think Michael Fool is getting better as far as his play calling, but that first play. That first play after the Eagles scored the field goal to make it 27-18 in the third quarter, don't throw a pass. they run the ball. This team can run the ball. They got a pretty good offensive line. They really do. And they're decent in run blocking. Run it. But nah, nah, nah. LaFleur's got to throw the ball. He throws a pass out of the backfield to Coleman. It basically hits him in the helmet. The second down play, they run for three yards. Now it's third and seven. And then on that play... Again, Salah has to burn one of his timeouts. We saw this last week uh, or two weeks ago in uh, whatever game it was before the Houston. Maybe it was the Houston game. He had to blow, burn two turnout, uh, burn two timeouts in, in the second half. He has to burn a timeout in the second half on a third and seven play. Huge play in the game because the Jets need a first down here bad after they, you know, Phillies already had the ball for eight minutes in the third quarter. They're not ready. He had to burn a timeout because the play clock was running down. They weren't ready. 
How's that possible? And then, of course, on third and seven, Wilson throws an incomplete pass. Philadelphia gets the ball back. Boom, right back down the field. That was the series. That was the drive that really killed the game. That was the one where Mosley, the great pro Bowl linebacker, jumps offside on fourth and three. And then on that, that was the, the uh, fourth and one where they overturned the call and gave the Eagles the first down after it looked like Minshew had been stopped. Unbelievable. How much can you take? And let me say this too. This kind of went unnoticed. But Philadelphia scores before halftime, field goal to make it 24-18. The Jets have two timeouts re- uh, two timeouts remaining, okay, in the half. Still got two timeouts. There's only about 19 seconds, maybe it was 24 seconds, whatever it was. Don't you? And the Eagles are going to get the ball to start the second half. Your defense hasn't stopped them the whole game. The Eagles scored on the first seven possessions they had the ball yesterday. The, the defense hasn't stopped them the whole damn game. Don't you got to try? And the Eagles are getting the ball to start the second half. Don't you have to try to do something? I know the field goal kicker stinks. Or the kicker's terrible. But don't you, with two timeouts, have to try to somehow get some points on the board before halftime when you know the Eagles are getting the ball to start the second half and your defense hasn't come close to stopping them at all? Nah, nah, not Salah. Not the great Salah. No, nah, no. Nah. Let's take a knee. Let's get out of the half. Let's kick the ball to the Eagles in the second half and you know, to let them have the ball for nine minutes. What a disgrace. I am so goddamn disgusted with this franchise. Woody Johnson, you should be disgusted about what's going on. How many Saints fans? Who's going to be in the building this week when they play the Saints? The Saints who've been, what, they lost four in a row? Boy, what? You, that, you couldn't have a better get-right game, whether Taysom Hill's the quarterback, Trevians, Trevor Simeon's the quarterback, whether they bring Drew Brees back to play this game. They can get Archie Manning back to play. What a joke. I am so disgusted with this franchise. All right, let me, let me, let me get my sponsors in here. I'll start with natural body. Steve Calabrese. How about the Dolphins? By the way, I called that the Giants stink. The Giants, let me tell you, the Giants stink. I don't care if Mike Lennon was the quarterback. I don't care if it was Daniel Jones yesterday. It looks like Jones isn't going to play against the Chargers either. I don't care who it is. The Giants are terrible. They got to blow the whole thing up. We talked about it already. Bring Russell Wilson in, whatever you got to do. They got to do something there. You know, John Mara at least will do something because he's an owner that actually gives a damn about his team and gives a damn about his fan base, unlike Woody Johnson. So congratulations to Steve and all the Dolphin fans, JJ, everybody. Uh, the Dolphins winning five in a row, beating the Giants yesterday. Natural body, you know the deal. Enter the coupon code Joe B for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. Anyone that makes a purchase at any of the natural body stores, Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, is going to get a free natural body T-shirt valued at $25 while supplies last. Uh, you know, mention my name, the whole deal. You can check out Steve. Email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. Thank you so much, Steve, for the continuing support. Then, of course, the Hackensack Brewing Company, my buddy Mike Jones, tough loss by the Raiders yesterday, lost to the Washington football team. Tough loss by them. But, you know, look, go check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, we did the live uh, podcast there. We're going to do another one in January, probably uh, the first weekend of the playoffs. We'll let you all know about that. But check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. You know the deal. They're located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. There's always 12 beers on tap. You can enjoy in their outdoor beer garden. They're in their spacious tap room. 
plenty of packaged goods to go as well. Uh, the tap rooms open 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. on Sundays. Come in, raise up a few, have a few with them. 78 Johnson Avenue and Hackenstack right behind the tombstones. And again, we'll let you know we will be doing another live podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, also, uh, my buddy, I spoke to him yesterday, Isaac. We want to thank Isaac for all his support. Check out Beach Camera. You got the holidays coming up. This is the place to go. If you want any of your stuff with the electronic uh, world, Beach Camera offers all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385, 732-993-6385, or stop in at 80 Carter Drive, Edison. Let him save you some money this holiday season. And if you use code JOEB for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at Beach Camera. Com. Again, we want to thank Isaac for all his support. And, of course, Anita Tire, my son Johnny, Aria to Anita Tire, uh, Johnny the Saints. Don't worry, bro. You're going to win a game this week because here come the Jets. Anyway, but uh, Anita Tire, uh, Rivervale, uh, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue, all your car service needs. You need tires. You need your car service. Go check out Anita, Anita Tire. Ask for Johnny. Ask for Ari. Tell him Beningo sent you. Best place, really, in Bergen County for any of your car service or tire needs. All right. Beningo with the Yoda Pain podcast. I just, again, I, I'm so beside myself with this franchise. I just I just don't know what to say anymore. Um, I, I'm so disheartened. You know, I, I, you really feel terrible because you, it's not like you got a coach that's been here three or four, like it was Gaze that you knew he's terrible, but he's going to be gone at the end of the year. This guy, Salah, looks worse than Gase. Clueless. Didn't have his team ready for Gardner Minshew. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, the quarterback looked okay yesterday. You know, the interception he threw. Remember, the, the play right before the interception, he missed a wide-open Elijah Moore. He missed a couple. He missed Elijah Moore in the end zone, too. Now, they scored a touchdown on the next play on the uh, pass to the tight end, Griffin. But, look, Wilson has potential where he can be a pretty good quarterback. I do think that that's possible. I do. And the offense is not bad. And they got some players on this offense. They really do. Even though Denzel, man, what a, what a stiff Denzel Mims is. Oh, my God. Oh. How about that? How about that penalty on that run by Coleman? Where, Which, by the way, they called an illegal block in the back or whatever on Mims on that play. That play was very questionable, too. The officiating yesterday was bad. I mean, let's be honest. It was, it was bad. And the officiating all year has been bad. I'm tired of hearing about how the officials do a good job. They stink. They have too much damn control over games. When they call pass interference, when they call holding, they can do it anytime they want. They have too much effect on the game. There's too many officials on the field. It's a joke. Give me a break. And like I said, that overturned call yesterday, that was typical of the disrespect that the Jets get, and deservedly so, because they're a laughingstock franchise. And I'm going to say it again. Woody... When are you going to wake up and get pissed off that people just laugh at your franchise? They can't wait to play the Jets because they're an absolute disgrace. Disgrace, Woody. How do you sleep at night, Woody? Tell me. I'm begging you, sell the damn team. I am so tired of it all. I really, I'm just, I'm, I'm disgusted. I don't know what else to say. I really just don't know. 
And like I said, you're going to tell me the Eagles are that much better personnel-wise than the Jets are? Are they really? You know what the difference is? The difference is the head coach. And he's a rookie head coach too, Sirianni. And he looks like a, he certainly looks a lot more like he knows what the hell he's doing than Robert Sala does. What is, and I wanted Sala. Again, let me reiterate the point. I wanted him. I was happy they hired this guy. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. And I don't want to hear people on TV telling me anymore about this year is developing the quarterback. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. When is this? When is it about winning football games with this franchise? When? When? All of this crap is just camouflaging the fact that the owner is a disaster and this head coach has no clue what the hell he's doing. None. He has no no idea what he's doing. He's so over his head, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Before I go, I want to congratulate the committee, whoever it was, that finally put Gil Hodges in the Hall of Fame. Long, long, long overdue. Gil Hodges should have been in years ago. He was one of the great right-hand hitters of his generation. You know, at the time he retired, he was he was he had hit more home runs, National League home runs, than any right-hand hitter. He had 370 career home runs. He had seven consecutive years of 100 RBIs or more. How many pennant-winning teams was he on? Two world champions as a player, the 55 Dodgers, the 59 Dodgers. He managed the Mets in 69 to the world championship. God knows how much better it would have been if Codges on Gil didn't unfortunately pass away from that heart attack uh, in spring training in 1972. So congratulations to the whole Hodges family because a wrong has been righted long overdue that the great Gil Hodges finally makes it to Cooperstown. That's just tremendous. Thank God. Long, long overdue. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Uh, Enjoy the holiday season. Big game tonight between the Patriots and the Bills. Uh, It'll be uh, really great to watch a professional football game tonight. Should be very, very interesting. We'll talk to you on Friday as we now, of course, do this podcast on Monday and Friday. Everybody have a great week. All the love. Woody, sell the goddamn team.